the Sunshine Patriot in a Crisis shrinks from the service of their country. Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. I'm Tyr. So, our last couple of episodes have been dark as fuck! So, we're going to start this one off with some good news. First, maybe, hopefully. Yes, no, no. I, yeah, I, yeah, good news, good news. It's no longer freaking snowing in Kentucky. That's great news. <laughs> Moving on. All right, so here's some good news. <sighs> Here we go. Uh, let's see. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson, the government will no longer mandate the wearing of masks anywhere and an end to all Omicron restrictions in England. No more no more vaccine mandates. No <laughs> more compulsory vaccine. They have seen the lights. Is it that the narrative is turning or is it because he got playing fuck fuck games? Five days ago, or the <laughs> he got caught started. breaking his own freaking rules. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes, that is why. Uh, apparently, during the pandemic, while everyone else was locked down, him and his parliament and his staff would have drinking parties in the park without masks, without vaccines. So uh, apparently, you just have to catch them in the right way. But wait, there is more good news. I have more. Ready? Support for the discussed compulsory vaccination of the general population is crumbling in Germany amid Omicron. Gas in head of rioting. Huh? <laughs> They're in the streets saying, if you don't change this, we're going to burn shit down. Yes, gas in head of the Association <laughs> of Statutory Health Insurance Physicians. Enforcement and execution is not a task of medical practices, but of government task. Chairman of the German Hospital Association said that the corona could be treated like the flu. No need for compulsory vaccination in that case. Strick, virologist on Corona Expert Panel, said mandatory vaccination problematic from a medical point of view. Current vaccination does not provide sterile immunity. As a matter of fact, the fourth COVID shot just got its results from uh, Israel, and it says it has zero effectiveness against Omicron. Uh, against COVID-19's new variant. You know, Omicron. You know, the one that is everywhere around the globe. Huh, it's almost like we fucking called it. Oh, wait, but I'm not done. There's more good news. Oh, I don't know if I can take all this Vaccination against the COVID will not become mandatory in the Czech Republic. Prime Minister Peter Fiala said today at a press conference, we do not want to deepen the rifts in society. The new Czech government is also suspending the planned corona vaccination mandate for people over 60 and healthcare workers. It would have come into force uh, in March. Oh, wait, I got one more. Ready? Starbucks is no longer requiring its U.S. workers to be vaccinated against COVID-19, reversing a policy it announced earlier this month. So, there are some people who are waking up. The narrative seems to be changing fraying it's fraying at the edge they're trying to they're already trying to rewrite their story yeah i mean what do you expect that's uh, that's not just a liberal mentality it is a a code of conduct you keep with it until the story bites you then you change it and you flip it around and make it so you can accuse everybody else of what you were actually doing the media outlets are already trying to say that they warned that maybe this was an overreaction oh really they're already sitting here now not everybody for example, there are still platforms that if you mention ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine or you quote the CDC or the World Health Organization or the European Medical Association, you can still get a strike on your channel on YouTube, for instance, or you can still lose your channel or you can still get censored. 
Like on how the TikTok. fuck do we still have a channel on YouTube then? We're not big enough for anybody to fucking notice at this point. I was going to say, because we dog on, on COVID-19 restrictions. All the time, yes. yes, yes. <laughs> not only that. Okay, I finally figured it out, though. You know what it was? I think someone actually sent the, the correct memo up. Instead of playing fuck fuck games and, you know, jerk the commander, they actually sent an actual report up and, and the administration went, oh, oh, shit. We're about to be in the middle of war and there is nothing we can do about it. Yeah, because much. they wanted to push. They wanted to push. It's like a, there, there's a video that goes around on TikTok where it says, uh, well, if you demand this, then we demand a civil war. OK, what? You don't want to think about it? No. Are you really sure you're ready? Yep. <laughs> Like, the, there's a group of people that's like, fuck around and find out. Right? All right. So we covered <clears> good <throat> news. Well, you cover good news for other people. I mean, we still have a shit for brains for president that's still pushing it. Did uh, even watch, after. Did even you after. watch his press conference today? No, I didn't want to get an aneurysm and stroke out. My eyes are still twitching. And I just... Look, I have enough dumb people that were attacking me earlier that I, I was like, if I add Biden to this mix, I'm going to go apoplectic. Wait, okay, so I'll give you, I'll give you the bare bones. He did not underperform. If anything, he overperformed. He didn't what? promise. He didn't promise anything. So anything that he does is above and beyond. He tried to answer the question about the problems with the elections, and that's why we needed to pass the uh, election laws. Uh, but at the same time, 2020 was the most secure um, in terms of voter hesitancy. The clip I watched on Twitter, I, 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 it just causes my brain to just... It, 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 Stop! You're gonna give me a goddamn complex. Literally. Okay. <laughs> literally, like I'm looking over like, what the fuck is wrong with him? <laughs> literally, he was just stumbling, and there were these long, awkward pauses. You know, you know when you meet an ex that you absolutely hate in the middle of a store, and you don't want it to be unpleasant, so you just don't say anything, and it's just you're looking at each other. It's like. Uh, uh, yeah, it's that. No, I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm not that kind. I see an ex in the store. I walk up, give him a big hug, and look at how much they traded down. Okay, well, you're an asshole. I think we've. <laughs> okay, look, his statement of uh, you know, he didn't underperform. If anything, he did. He he overperformed. You know what? That sounds a lot like certain people that we know. That, you know, I can give you six inches, but I'm just going to have to fuck you 12 times. Oh, damn. I mean, no, come on. Think about it. I mean, it's the same freaking principle. Every every generic Chad is going to has used that line. I didn't underperform. I never promised you anything. Yeah, well, that's kind of what this was. So. He stumbled around for like 20 minutes and my brain was just I mean. There was nothing wrong with your audio earlier. It's just for me to try and recall it. My brain just said, fuck it. Stop. <laughs> Dude, All I'm right. already on the edge of a, of a seizure with some of these people that we deal with. You doing that. And I'm just like, uh, twitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. Some, some more serious no, stuff. No, let's get serious for a second about, about his speech. It's his first solo speech in a while, right? It's the first of 2022, yeah. You said that you realize, like, we literally are celebrating his first solo in a while. The, the left is, at least. And we're all sitting there going, oh, my God, put him in a nursing home already. But it's it's kind of like, you know, when when you have that toddler who draws an absolute shit drawing and everybody stands around is like, oh, he finally did it. I'm so proud of him. No. No, 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 no. You do not reward this type of behavior. I'm convinced that somebody sat here and, and uh, forgot to change his battery today. That's all I can say. Because it was painful to watch. 
And I suggest that you go to Twitter and get your clips. Uh, I couldn't do it. I could. I I listened to the whole speech, but for the life of me, I cannot record it and cut it up. Go to Twitter. Go to people who did the work for me, because it hurt. I mean, it was just horrible. So all of these countries around the world are releasing their vaccine mandates. There's the narrative is starting to turn in the media. The media is trying to memory hole where they stood so that they can get their ratings up so that they can sit here and make you forget that there's an election coming. They understand how bad things are going to get. Even the media asks questions about how bad the Democrats are going to lose in 2022. That should tell you something. That they're trying to change their position all of a sudden. But you want to talk about... You want to talk about corruption? Ooh, what about, didn't one of Obama's chief of staff guys get arrested and arraigned for fraud just this last week? I think so, but that's mm-hmm. not what I was talking about. Oh, you were talking about corruption. Um, hmm. FBI covering the back of glowworms? Yes, actually. Oh, sweet. All right, so Adam Kinsinger. So here, and when the issue of Ray Epps came up, said that it's been a year. Surely they interviewed him and got all the information, and that's why he was taken off of the uh, FBI's most wanted list, right? (laughs) Ray Epps is going to testify on Pelosi's January 6th select committee in a transcribed interview on Friday. He met informally with the panel in November and told them he had no relationship with the FBI. However, if they already talked to him, why do they need to talk to him again? Well, it's... Can we talk about the farce, the absolute kangaroo court, the absolute just slaughter of justice that is the January 6th committee? They are going to use this to try to eliminate certain opponents. Because they know they can't win. Of course they're going to. But you know what's funny is they're not going to allow it to be used against them when they actually had people rioting and looting in the street. They were helping them. They were supporting them. These people were calling and chanting for the death of America. True. So, wait, I got more. I got more. You want to know how I know they're changing the narrative? Why they want to change the narrative? Or proof that they're changing the narrative. Because I can tell you the way that they're reporting, and that's subjective, and I get that. Let's do it this way. Two major names, or two major people, or groups, are meeting this month. And they have changed it from the COVID narrative to the climate change narrative. Right. Gates came out and talked about focusing on climate change instead of the vaccines. But more importantly, wait, ready? You're going to love this one. The World Economic Forum just let out a statement. We need the same initiative and determination shown in fighting the pandemic to tackle the climate crisis. People are no longer afraid of Omicron. So now they're no longer afraid of COVID-19. So now they're going to go after climate change. Hold on. All right, you know what? I'll bite, okay? Show me that same energy. I want you to get rid of your Learjets, your big cars, your motorcades, your yachts, and everything else, and go completely green. Yeah, I don't Well, then they can shut the fuck up, just like they can shut the fuck up about this, too. All right, look, I understand I'm a little bit more fiery than usual, but I have chosen violence. They have not, you know, they, they have all excluded themselves from boosters and things like that. So why the fuck should we believe anything they have to say? Fair. I mean, they have they have literally sit here and done everything that they possibly can to make people afraid. And it's finally gotten to the point. It Okay. I don't remember where I heard this, but I'm going to use it anyhow. So if you know who said it, let me know, and I'll add it in the notes later. But here's what I heard. Af- oh, I remember who it was. Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe was talking about the fear level and the difference between now society and World War II generation. Dirty jobs, Mike Rowe? Yes. 
I love that bastard. He is awesome. Me too. He I would not on, do any of his jobs, though. Holy crap. He was on Tim Pool. He did I didn't realize. On Tim Pool. Didn't he just get swatted again? Yes, again yesterday, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so he sits here and he says, the difference between this generation and that generation is that generation understood that fear was something that occurred naturally in life, but it wasn't something that could stop you. And he gave the example of London uh, in World War II. When the bombs first started falling on London, England, for two days they hid in their homes as the bombs dropped. But after that, they realized that they needed food. They needed to work. They needed to go on about their lives. So two days after the bombing started, they were out of their shelters and living life as as normal, or as normal you could with bombs falling around you. Now, these were motherfucking bombs. They actually got kind of blasé about it. They did, yes. The, the it's stories like and articles and that came out was just like, yeah, or, or Floridians with fucking hurricanes. It's like, oh, look, it's a 4.0. We might want to take and, you know, have drinks inside today. <laughs> like, in here, he goes, hey, they just dropped a 300-pound bomb. Woo! I felt that one in my toes a little bit, kind of tingled. All right, back to work. Right? That is how it is. And now we're going on three years. Now they're wearing dresses and rompers and saying that, you know, having a crush on somebody is a... You know, sexually har- or sexual harassment, and apparently now you can sleep with men without being gay if you're a man. Ow. We need a fucking mulligan, okay? We need a redo. Somewhere between World War II and now, we fucked up. <laughs> can we just go back to where men were men? Do you realize that it, we are only 19 days into 2022? And I already hate this year. <laughs> and... We're already talking about how we need to slaughter hamsters because hamsters are testing positive for COVID-19 and we need to vaccinate our fucking dogs. Are you kidding me? But Hamsters I get. Filthy little bastards. Dogs? We need to vaccinate our dogs. Oh, great. There goes a perfect food source. Right? Now it's tainted. Oh, don't worry. The World Economic Forum is here to help you out. They're already trying to push the acceptance in the United States and in the Western world of eating bugs instead of cows. Okay, I can eat bugs. I've done it. Instead of. No, no, no. Hold on. Let me finish. I can eat bugs, right? But if I walk into a a joint and I order a burger and it's got bugs in a burger, I'm killing somebody. I will eat bugs in a survival situation, but I'm going to be honest with you. Except for crickets. I like fried crickets. Those are all right. Before I get to the point where I would eat bugs on a regular basis, there better be no other meat source. No other meat source. <laughs> Fair. I'm going to let you go where you want to go with that statement. And odds are Solid the answer green. is probably it's made out yes. of people. <laughs> the answer is probably yes. Yes. I would eat that before I would eat bugs on a, on a consistent basis. Just saying. Like I, I'm sitting here. I'm like, I don't. I, I we have a, a restaurant in California, but we also have one in New York to sell human flesh. Now we want to get rid of cows because apparently eating cows, they have cows have feelings. Oh, that that human meat idea is starting to spread into other states. It's almost like they're prepping for an apocalyptic situation. They are prepping for an apocalyptic situation. I mean, it's okay think for about you to it. eat they people. Gave, they gave the vaccinated uh, a vaccine. They gave them a vaccine with unknown side effects. How do we know that's not going to be the zombie apocalypse? We don't. No, no. You don't have to look further than the gener- my generation, the generation after to find zombies. They walk among us. Yeah, they are holding their phones they, in yeah, a they're, downward they're, position. Well, they're fucking brainless. They they have to have constant stimulation, which, I mean, look at us. Here we are talking on constant stimu- stimulation, but they have to have everything spoon-fed to them. They don't think for themselves. And if anybody else thinks for themselves, you automatically attack it. These people literally act on instinct alone, and their instinctual system is fucked. You're telling me that's not a fucking zombie? Well, they... What's worse is that they sit here and they put them in intersectional or intersectional uh, tribes. 
and then send them to go to war. Oh, I know. We are living in the fucking simulation. But it's not the Matrix. It's a fucking Sims game. <laughs> That's the only way I can, you know what? That's the only way I can agree with how Biden got elected. It's, it's a, a fucking, fucking Sims, Sims game. game. And people are control like we're on a an MMO. Right? We're on an MMO fucking Sims game. Okay, look, my free my, my free trial has uh, has expired. I would like to go back now. I don't like this game anymore. Except instead of like you having the controller and you can move stuff around, right? It's like SAO. We got fucking stuck in it. And we're the sim characters and we can't fucking escape, but there's still programming that tells Stop! us Stop And the reason I say stop is there's enough cutars that might actually fucking believe it. <laughs> I mean think about it. We, we well, they were already going off on the uh, on the the fucking um, oh, what's the name of it? Uh, fucking oh. funny newspaper. Um, the Babylon Bee. The Babylon Bee. They thought that was a real article, and then they had the other guy where they literally took voice clips, chopped it up so brutally. Oh my god, that. that Trump clip! Oh, where they sit here to try to use it as justification for all of this stuff, and literally, you can hear the chops in the edit. And it's like, wait, um, did you not run it through an audio file to soften up some of those clips at all? None? Oh, shit. Like, look, I have a cell phone. I could have made a better job of that. That was pretty rough. Like, I'm sitting here looking at it. I was like, good God. (laughs) Why? Here's the rule of thumb, people. Wait, wait, wait. Do you have it so you can play it so people can hear it? I do not. No. Damn it. I, I look when we do live. When I we do live, if we can find it, I'll find it. But I don't know. Are we gonna have it? Are we get? We're still doing the live on Friday, right? Well, yeah. Why? Okay. No, I'm just asking. I why? don't know. You you have made it your goal to go snatch people's souls. I don't know how many people are gonna show up. Look, <laughs> you know what? There might be more people that show up to see if I do it live. And then at the end, they're going to be like, oh, I can't wait to get in. As a matter of fact, let me throw this out there. If you listen to our podcast, the audio version of our podcast, and you want to sit here and come tell us that we're full of shit, or you want to come challenge us on stuff, then by all means, on Friday, on our YouTube channel, come on, we'll bring you on. Now, look, 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 look. I'd like to add a caveat. Uh, this is more like a disclaimer, a warning. You know, the kind of thing like I'm the friend that you have to introduce and say, be nice. Um, if you have a valid point and you have a basis for your point and you can defend it, I have no problem talking to you. I don't even care if you say the earth is flat. But if you just regurgitate the same stupid shit that everybody else has told you, I'm going to call you a dumb cunt and I'm going to make fun of you. You've been warned. All right. I fine. chose violence. Okay, fine. Just remember, okay, for all of you people who are now intimidated that <laughs> that Mr. Tear is going to eat you. Just I remember, will. I have control over the mute button. So, Son of a bitch, you wouldn't dare. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just saw that look. He would dare. He'd be like, hey, hey, watch this, click. All you see is just me in the little corner just screaming my head off. It was like, so peaceful. <laughs> Okay, that I would do, yes. I wouldn't actually stop a conversation, but I would I would mute you just to watch your head explode for about 30 seconds and then just laugh at you and go, okay, we all meditated now. You can come back. <laughs> yeah, I'd come back quiet and just be like, all right, so your soul, your soul, and your soul are mine. Hops, we're going to have to have a discussion later. <laughs> All right, so you know we need to talk about that eventually when we're done talking about some of this other stuff. I I had never heard it quite put the way that you put it before earlier, so I want to. I actually want to get into that one. Well, I'm done with the good news and some of the crazy news. I know that we wanted to talk about uh, the monopoly of violence at the end of this episode. So right now is a perfect time for you to sit here and jump into your rant. Welcome to a special edition of Tears Rant of the Day. Oh, there's all of those. But I, okay, if anybody's been following the TikTok, they they realize that I've been I've done something that I haven't done before or haven't done for a long time, and that is I'm going after the people going after me, and I am doing it very calmly, very collectively. But I am controlling 
the narrative and I'm controlling the violence. And Pops, you made a comment. You called it the monopoly of violence. And I got to thinking about it. I was like, you know, what's interesting is, yes, if you can control the violence, if you can control the madness, you are in control. There's nothing they can do. And I, I got to a point where I've realized that as much as you and I talk about you don't let the trolls rule you, you don't, you know, why waste your energy? Why waste your time? There are some times, to, to quote a movie, there are some times where the lion must get up and rip everybody's ass to remind them who is king. I know people say that's awful narcissistic of me to say, but at the same point, sometimes you just got to be like, look, the buck fucking stops here and I've had enough of being shit on. I've had enough of being lied about and I've had enough of watching other people lie about other people and get away with it and then have the audacity to call themselves conservative or patriot. You're not. What you are is a piece of shit. I'll take a breath. You can go ahead and say your piece now. No, no. I've, when, when I brought <laughs> up the concept of a monopoly of violence, it was because of the conversations that we had. Because for me, Monopoly of Violence sat very squarely in the the defense of my home. And we'll go into the definition of it late, here in a bit, right? That it was very my personal space and my family's personal space. I have the Monopoly of Violence, which means I am in control of that specific area. And I will fight and keep it mandatory. Our conversations is why I told you that uh it also goes into words that it is uh in the debate field that monopoly of violence is still there that's why i made that video where i talked about being the true speakers that we have a message that uh that monopoly of violence exists and we need to defend it because if we don't we fall into the same category as the Christians. We fall into the same category as the summertime conservatives, as the fake patriots, right? We fall into that category where we're willing to secede ground in an effort to go along to get along. And at this point, the other side has shown us, the people that oppose us have shown us that they wish to see us destroyed. They wish to see us besmirched. They wish to see us uh, damaged, but bloody and bleeding and there can be no peace they will not let it die they will not let it go so at that point it became fucking full send now i'm gonna flip it also on the same uh I, I, we're not just gonna pick on the left on this i oh, am i didn't kind of say just the left oh no no i know but we were talking about the enemy i want people to understand that your enemy stands beside you and claims to be your friend all right that your enemy is someone that is supposed to have your back. We sit here and watch as people who claim to be conservative literally say things that even liberals wouldn't. Right. Like I watch and they're just it's it's a and everybody gives them a pass because they're attacking liberals and it's never a big deal until it you know turns on them and then it's a fucking problem. I was like, no, it was a fucking problem to begin with. Like, look, I'm a lot of things. I'm an asshole, right? We've already discussed this, but even I have limits as to what I would say to somebody. But we watch it and I'm like, you know what? I've come to the point where guess what? Just because I need support, just because I need soldiers to fight does not mean that I will accept just anyone. Because if you are at the same level as my enemy, you are my enemy. Yes. Because you're either on my side, by my side or what? In In my my fucking fucking way. way. Yep. Where you sit here and you get to the point that you need people to understand that I don't need you to prop me up. I need you to stand by my side and help me carry a burden. But because I don't need you for that, it just makes it easier for the combat effectiveness, right? I get to be selective on who is on my team. I would rather take... I'm going to do some heaven math. I would rather take five fully dedicated people than 10,000 people who just want to fucking do it till shit gets hard. I like, I don't get it. I, I don't understand people that say, like, people talk a really good game. They really do. 
You have to admit that. They, they talk. And some of them even really look good when they're doing it. And it sounds good, and they stick around when things get a little rough. But the second it gets real, poof, they're gone. Or poof, they're fucking useless. Fair. I'm sorry, but okay, not to, not to use a military colloquialism, because I'm not military, right? We all know this. I'm going to use it because I know a lot of people that, that listen to us are. If I'm going to jump in the foxhole and you're supposed to be my buddy, then I'm going to be damn sure I can trust you. Fair. But how many people do we see that they, they get up there, they post one or two political things, and they're, oh, see, I'm on, this, I'm on your side. And then you just watch them act like fucking liberals. Fair. Also fair. So I choose violence. And if you can't take it, if you can't handle the heat, then fuck off. All right. So I like the I choose violence. But that quote that I told you about when I was telling you that I was studying the monopoly of violence, the one that says, be a monster. Hell is empty and all the devils are here. Yeah. Fight. Now, I like the other one that you posted. Um, he who makes himself a worm should not complain when being stepped on. Fair. Look. All right. So let's talk about, since we have mentioned monopoly of violence several times, let's talk about it. Right. Understand that each one of you are responsible for the monopoly of violence within your own families, your neighborhoods, and your territories. According to the Weber Dictionary, the state is... The state of the monopoly of violence is that human community and successful claims on the monopoly of the legitimate use of violence within a given territory. I want you to understand so much that hesitation of any kind to act, speak truth, or to sit here and uh, to speak truth Right? Hesitancy to stand for what is right of any kind is a sign of mental decay in the young and of physical weakness in the old. That's Oscar Wilde. We could say another one. Let's break it down for some of our people that never read and they just watch movies. All right? I got a statement for you. It is not the actions of evil men that you should fear, but the, rather the inaction of good men. Right. Just because you have a monopoly on violence, just because you are capable of violence, does not mean that you just go indiscriminately using violence as a tool. Control is a sign of maturity. Your ability to use it when necessary and to understand when it is necessary is important. But you, you can't be impotent. You cannot be incapable of violence because then you're just a doormat and it doesn't matter what you have to say. It doesn't matter. If you have a lot of good flowery words, but you can't back it up or you won't back it up, well, then you need to shut up. Your words have no meaning. Yeah. I think in this regard, I'm a little bit more hardline on it than you are. You think? Just because of my personality. I mean, fuck off. You know what? It takes two to tango, fucker. But no, I mean... You need both sides. I mean, you need people that are capable of it and people that have a propensity for it. Okay. With a shorter fuse. But you also need people like you that keep people like me in check. Because just because you know when to use violence and you know how to control it, sometimes you get blinded. Sometimes you, you know, there's that button that gets pushed, you lose control. Nobody's perfect. But that's why you should surround yourself with people that you can trust. People that have the monopoly of violence in their own sphere. People that will call you out on your bullshit. Yeah. Regardless of how scary. Like, I have people that I that I go to for advice. But the moment that one of them won't sit here and call me out on my bullshit means that they get taken down from the level of, you know, uh, inner counsel to good friends. And there, there's a circle. Like, you have an inner counsel. It's a group of maybe two or three people in your life that will call you out on your bullshit that you see mentally as equal to you on some stance. Some people, they will never match my physical prowess, right? So I'm not going to go to them with fighting 
Look, know. just because you're six foot something and I'm five six does not mean that I cannot meet you in a fight. I wasn't talking about you, asshole. I feel I it's feel attacked. Not about though. You. No, for you it would be say I want to stack stuff on the second on the second shelf. That would be an area that you wouldn't be sufficient. Look, I wasn't mentioning you at all, and you just had to interject yourself. Hey, wait, after the conversations we had all earlier, I thought I had a good reason to figure. No, I was gonna talk about that there are people that have a have a good head on their shoulders, but I can't ask them about physical violence. No. Right? Like I can't like I like, love Freya to Freya. death, but I can't okay. go to Freya about anger issues because that's not her that's not her repartee. If I wanted to go to somebody and go, okay, how do I make up to somebody because I done fucked up, she would be who <laughs> I would go to. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If, if I have irreparably pissed off my wife and I want to sit here and what do women want? Freya would be one of the people that I would go to for advice. God done fucked up. <laughs> yeah, you would come to me or Balder for something like that. Hell like, no. Whoa, you fucked up? Okay. Hey, mama bear. Do you need a like a barrel or anything? Can we help ha! you out? Ha! Ha! Asshole. So Well no, look, I have a I have a self-preservation instinct. Your wife scares me. Fair. <laughs> But I mean, but think about that though. Everyone has their place. Everybody, nobody is perfect in every regard. Like me, I'd be horrible to talk to about something with a, you know, talk about your wife. But if you wanted to come to me for something else, something like, I don't know, cooking or something else like that. No, no. Here, I'm going to use. I'm trying to say it so we don't get on a list. Wait, wait, hold on. My, My son did a TikTok with my wife a couple of months ago. And it was the song that was the parody of Do You Want to Build a Snowman? Where my son goes up to my wife and goes, Can you help me hide a body? <laughs> that would be the information I would come to you for. You know, I mean, I mean if I couldn't do it myself, I'm just saying. <laughs> just like, hey. But no, you need to surround yourself with people that have their own monopoly of violence in their own special area. Somebody that you can respect. Somebody that you can trust. That you can talk to. Yes, and you are responsible for your own your own bubble, your own community. And in politics, we focus on the president or the senator. In reality, that is backward. Mm-hmm. It should always have been you focus on yourself. It is a target where it gets bigger. And less important as you grow. When you help people, it starts as a target and grows as you do. You start with the self, then your family, then your neighborhood, your community, your city, your state. Finally, you get to the federal government. But it's like the last. And people get it backwards. Oh, if it's not this one, it's not important. Now, luckily, there are a lot of people who are waking up <laughs> to. I'm going I'm to I'm say something. This goes way back to one of our first podcast episodes. Okay. 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 You say that. But it's that same attitude of people saying, well, you know, it doesn't matter from what I do. That leads people to not vote and then bitch about the outcome. That wasn't me. That, that was, was you? Some, no, that was a podcast episode that's never seen the light of day. Oh, you mean when we were first talking about No, uh-huh. see, look, <laughs> look, I'm still I'm still a big believer in the fact that you don't have to vote for one of the candidates. And I don't think that voting know, is just... the number one thing that you can do. Right now it's one of the few things you can do. But yep. I have my doubts even about that after the last couple Oh, you know, I'm just messing with you. I forgot that we had that discussion with that one. Is that ever going to see the light of day? Only if we take, only if we start an OnlyFans. Because, look, I love you, Tear. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I love you, but I had to leave and turn off the headphones and lower the volume all the way, and I could still fucking hear you across the room. I'm sorry. You and him, and he threatened certain political figures that will cause secret service and 
you. And and me just losing my ever living shit. And you lost your shit, and he lost his shit, and me and the other guy were just sitting here going, I'm just going to take out my headphones. So, if hey, we well, get wait, it wait, only I wasn't fans wrong, and people want, I'm not saying you were. <laughs> I'm just saying. That I shouldn't have taken a I shouldn't have taken a, a cruise missile to an ant field. <laughs> I'm just saying that there was a lot of rough language and it was freaking two and a half hours hey. long and only the first like thirty minutes was usable and after that y'all wanted to have a pissing contest. Yeah. Hey, wait, wait. I'm very proud of myself for some of the new insults I came up with. Fair. But, you know, there, there again, I, I'm going to say it honestly. And the reason I brought it up is because I lost control. I did not have control, and I did not have the monopoly of violence in my sphere. You have, you have very few buttons that people can push. But when they find out what they are, they push them over and over and over again. And you'll let it go, and you'll let it go, and you'll let it go. And normally, there is a delay. Like. If people make a TikTok about you, there is a delay. You have to watch it. You want to complain about it. You want to bitch about it. And then you're going to retaliate. And at some point, somebody can come in and, like, I can send you stupid-ass memes to sidetrack you. or Like you a know, dream catcher that caught a nightmare? Yeah. Or or Freya can come and she could sit here and talk to you and tell her, her crazy life stories. Or, you know, Balder or... Reaper or Coop, all of them can say something that can short circuit the path to destruction. When Fair. people and when people send you direct messages or phone calls or or literally face to face via the internet in a podcast, there is no delay. <laughs> it goes straight to and your brain just goes from Ha 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 to wake up, motherfucker! <laughs> Welcome to the rice fields! You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, so he's like, save your pity for the week! Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, and I get that. There, Everyone has their own little triggers. And I'll freely admit that I'm not perfect. I have a lot, I, I have several of those triggers that are, are right out there, like, a, like I'm wearing my heart on my sleeve. Everybody's going to have that. Everyone's going to have that kind of button. It's what you do when that button gets pushed. The actions that you take. That is a, a true measure of your maturity and your character. I'm still working on it. You're never going to pass it 100%. But I think about what we've done on the, what I've done when the accusations that's been put at me in the last two weeks. And I very quietly, very calmly broke it down. And then you made a, well, okay, except for the one where I made the, the snow troll <laughs> comment, and then it's just blossomed into this beautiful meme. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. The dancing <laughs> thumbs. <laughs> just, doo -doo 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 -doo. But no, I mean, like, I, I have matured a lot in, a, in some of my responses. I, I have the feeling that if we had that podcast again, I don't think I would lose the control like I do, did then. I'm not promising that I wouldn't. I just said I don't think I would. <laughs> Look, I'm trying, okay? It's kind of hard when, when you put all that anger, all that fire into a five-foot-six body, okay? I get it. <laughs> I do think it's fun. But it's like, it is like I have told people it, when this situation all started, right? If you want to get a message to here, hit me up. I'll find a way to phrase it. And if I don't think it's worth his time or to sit here and piss him off, then I'll just fucking delete it. And when you ask me, did you send the message? I just go, no, it wasn't fucking worth it. So I just deleted it. But people don't understand that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm really not. Well, no, I am. Listen, I'm not that hard to get along with. I just have simple rules. You have, My problem is, though. <laughs> you have buttons. And when they know what those buttons are, it's game on. Like, okay, I love Reaper, but if Reaper ever figured out what your buttons were, right? We all play this these fuck fuck games in our private chat, right? <laughs> to push so buttons, bad, <laughs> but they don't know what your buttons are. They don't know, and I don't push them. Fair. They don't know what they are. I do. 
right? So when they sit here and we play, could you imagine the amount of hazing and fucking around that we do in that chat, right? If they knew what your buttons were, you'd oh, mean God, to tell no. me that they wouldn't fucking hit them. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> hey, Coop would be sitting over there going, this button? This is one of my spots? Click, 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 I installed an auto clicker. But you know, my buttons aren't, like, it's it's not something silly, like, I don't know. I don't think they are. I try to live life by a code. They're not. And that's how I try to keep. They're not silly. But when people find out what they are, they think they have this great power over you. And I keep telling people, look, do you remember when you were a kid and your mom said you're getting on my last nerve and you want to fucking jump on that one nerve? What happened when she finally snapped? Yeah, you're not going to make her cry. You're going to piss her off. And mm-hmm. and tear is the same way. When you push that button, he goes straight into anger mode. He goes straight <laughs> into anger mode. And depending on who you are and how much you mean to him will determine what level of anger you get from that. And if he calls you and tells you in a very calm, quiet voice <laughs> that we're done and don't ever call him, consider yourself lucky and never contact him again. Just to say, because it's at that point. I wish point, people would learn that. <laughs> it is not the angry, it is not the angry monster you need to be worried about. It's the one that's poised to kill quietly in the corner that you have to worry about. <laughs> People just don't understand. It's okay when he's yelling because you he's not putting that emotion in a bottle or in a box or in a cage. He's letting it flow. There's no pressure building up. Let him rant and rave. He'll be fine in 15 fucking minutes. But when he gets quiet, that means he doesn't put it in a cage. And that bitch is waiting. Just waiting. That is not the time to go, well, I guess he's not mad at me because he's not yelling. No, 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 no. That is not how that works saying but i want to address the people before we go because we're at almost an hour we talked about the monopoly of violence we had good news we talked about why we don't don't, uh fuck with people's buttons you know we're we're making fun of tear and we're poking at him but a lot of people have these same types of responses but they hide them better than tear does i'm just saying fair Dude, I'm an open book. Like, you know, I'm one of those people that you walk up to me you, uh, and I've done this. I did this when uh, when I had my interview for my current job. Walked up and the guy and the interviewer goes, it was some young kid. Looks at me and goes, uh, I don't think you're good enough for this job because I, I I was a lot of people don't hear it very often, but my southern accent was really thick. And I've worked very hard all of my life to keep it away from that. I used it a lot on TikTok because that was a free outlet for me. But he made a comment. He goes, you're just some dumb redneck. And I looked ahead right dead in the eye. This is a job I wanted right dead in the eye. Like, well, fuck you, too. And I, I started to walk out. The bot manager came in, fired him and hired me. Yeah, I was like, what? Well, I've never had I've never had an interview where I told the interviewer to fuck off and I got hired. He goes, because you're honest. it's like the tiktok video that i did see i know i'm shadow banned because i didn't tag you in that video and you didn't know i had it until reaper fucking said something yeah and i didn't i want to post it on the main you can i didn't intend for it to go anywhere it was just it, it was kind of my look I know I don't get involved in the drama because, frankly, I think it's fucking beneath me, and I need to fight. <laughs> I need to stop the demons from getting out. Uh, I don't want to be that person that sits here and destroys people's souls. I like being, you know, the purveyor of truth and focused on the mission. But I wanted to let people know that if push comes to shove, whose back I've got, and that we have a mission. Because I want people to understand, it took me a long time to sit here and figure out what words I wanted to use. Because I wanted to go, we are not fucking heroes. That has never been our claim. We don't want to be the saviors. We don't want to be the people to sit here and get the credit. We want to spread the fucking message. We don't give a shit about your clout. We're not heroes. 
we're beaten, we're angry, we're fucking flawed human beings. Half the time we snap at each other because we fucking have shit that bothers us and it's a good outlet. We're not the people that you want to hold up as role models. We want to, peop- we want to be the people to sit here and go, you know, I want to look more of that information up. We want to sit here and be the people that you go, you know what, that's a kernel of truth. I'm going to go study that. And you do your own fucking homework. We 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 will never be, and I, a good God, if anybody ever accuses me of this, I will, that'll be a button for me. I will never be a white knight in shining armor. That spotless, is one of your buttons, yes. Spotless, never having done anything, never having stood for anything, because that thing is, an, is impotent. That thing is harmless. No, I will be the guy with the dented armor that's actually seen battle and doesn't care. Yeah. Picks up that sword and fights anyway. We're not the heroes. We're not chivalrous. We are the... Okay, we might be chivalrous. But we're not the people that... At best, we're fucking anti-heroes. You know? We're the ones that see go, see what he did? He makes a good point, but don't do that. Don't be that guy. That's that how you die. <laughs> we're, we're the warning. We're the message. We want to speak truth and that's it. All the rest of that is incidental bullshit. And I wanted people to understand. I just didn't know how I wanted to say it. So I sit here and I recorded over and over and over and over again. Until uh, do you think got... people realize how often, like you and me, even when we're working on a, on a video, especially together, like one three-minute video could be three or four hours worth of work for us. Because we keep going, no, you can't say it like that. Yeah, and that's before we edit the sound effects and music <laughs> and shit. Uh, which makes which uh, I kind of like the podcast in a lot of ways because of that because it's not, it's yeah. not it's just raw unfiltered. You know, yeah. and there are times I've said things and you go, "What the fuck, man?" No, okay, <laughs> here I, I'm going to give you a backstage look at, or a backstage tour of what happens before the podcast. So a couple of days before the podcast, we talk about what we want the podcast episodes to be, and then I go look for news. And if something else happens, I will hide it in a special group that I have that Tier does not have access to. And then it'll be time for the podcast. And occasionally if I can find a goofy enough one or one that I know is going to set him on edge, I'll share that one. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then literally right after he watches it, or I, we say, we get together to do the podcast. I say, are you ready to start recording? He says, yes. And at that moment, I hit start recording, and it is, you know, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call podcast. And that's it. That is that is as much as we collaborate beforehand, because the spontaneous conversations are what people enjoyed when we did our TikTok lives. It is what people want to hear. They want to hear unbridled. They don't want to hear... Like, if I sit here and I told Tyr everything that we were going to talk about on the episodes, it would be scripted. It would be a lot of information where it would be stuff that he looked up, stuff that you could have looked up yourself, that you probably did look up yourself. They would be pre-answered. And a lot of us appreciate, even though you get hate for it, Tyr, (laughs) people appreciate when you say the truth in a way that in the back of their heads maybe they can't say it they live with somebody who has different political opinions they work with somebody who has different political opinions they feel a certain way but they are afraid that people that they're going to catch hate for it and you act as that bulwark you say it and inside their heads they can sit here and go fuck yeah and outside, if somebody else hears it that doesn't agree with it, they'll look at it and go, that's so bad. And, they're, and they can look at the person and go, you're right, that's absolutely horrible. But inside their head, they're going, fuck, that's what I wanted to say. And people will love you for it, but people will also hate you. What was it that you told me that um, people don't like truth and truth cannot stand the dark, or truth detests darkness? Eventually it will come out. So let, if the truth kills them, let them die. Yeah. I don't know. I've always been blunt. And I think uh, to a degree that is a, a great thing. But sometimes it can be a hindrance. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes you need to put on the kid gloves and 
pat them on the head and be like, that's okay. That's not me. No, no. You <laughs> are, Somebody else could do that. You are the type of person that is attempting to do surgery with the sledgehammer instead of with a scalpel. So you are getting better. Yeah, true, true. I am getting better. I am. It's still there, though. <laughs> okay. It just, it just waits. The example that I like to give people is that when I was younger and in the military, because of a certain sequence of events, I had to go through anger management. And when I finished my anger management classes, my chief petty officer said, so what did you learn? I said, well, before I used to tell people to get fucked. And I would scream at them. He says, yes, and now what did you learn? I said, now I learned after anger management classes that I tell people to get fucked, but with a smile on my face. That's kind of like what my statement was. <laughs> How did you put it earlier? It's like uh, you uh, you look at it, but you tell them to get fucked. Now, I, now that I've gone through and I, I've changed it a bit, I think about it before I tell you to get fucked. <laughs> All right, people, let, let's understand something. The number of conversations that I get when he goes, I really want to say something. And he sends me a video and he says, okay, watch this. I said, okay, I like it. He goes, should I send it or should I go to bed, dream, and then send it? Not, <laughs> not should I change anything, not, not should I not, you know, do, you, do you think I should change the wording? It's should I send it now or should I take a nap and then go send it? So True, but then again, I know if it's, if it's really bad, you'll be like, Chum, stop. Hold on a minute. Let's think Fair. about this. Let's think but most of the time, this. you're just kind of like, mm, that's actually kind of better than I thought it was going to turn out. So, yeah, said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, we are in an hour. We talked about some wonderful topics. We finally got to have a happy, not so fucking doomy, gloomy episode. Um, I don't know what our next ep- topic is going to be this time or next time, but uh, I don't know if it's going to be gloomy. Ah, we need to do a fun one. We'll, we'll do a this fun one. This was we'll a... the fun one. <laughs> hey, I haven't laughed this much in a while. Well, no, not true. I haven't laughed this much since I heard the news about Billy Goat. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I will go peruse the news and I will bring to you some of the shit that sucks, but hopefully some more good news. But today really has been a good day. People all over the world are sitting here and finally starting to wake up. They've been marching in the streets for months. Oh, fuck. I forgot one. This this one is the last piece of good news. In Canada, 400 truckers have decided to stop on the highways and cause a huge congestion, a giant traffic jam of semi-trucks protesting all of the fucking vaccine mandates happening in Canada. Fuck yeah. Right? When we stand together, remember this. There are more of us than there are of them. And I mean us as in the people who are not the elite. I know that there are differences between the left and the right and the summer times and the winter times and however you want to break it up. But us as a people who are being subjected to the stupid shit that the elites are doing, there are more of us than there are of them. It just depends on if you're willing to overlook certain ideologies for your freedoms and for your life, because that's what it's coming down to. See, and that's why you're in charge of shit, and I just get I just get told what to do. Because <laughs> if I'm in charge, I'm like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, eh, you might be cool. Fuck all the way off. <laughs> right. And with that, I'm Odin. This is Tier. And thank you for joining us on another episode of Winter's Call. The Matrix is a system, Neo. That system is our enemy. When you're inside, you look around, what do you see? Businessmen, teachers, lawyers, carpenters, the very minds of the people we are trying to save. But until we do, these people are still a part of that system, and that makes them our enemy. You have to understand, most of these people are not ready to be unplugged. And many of them are so inert, so hopelessly dependent on the system, that they will fight to protect it. Were you listening to me?
The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.